If you'd like to get involved with Shoreditch Radio or if you run any local projects or events, please contact us at info at shoreditchradio.co.uk. Yes, you boy. Don't know. I'll tell my people. Hello, we're Beanbot. Hi, this is Dean from Lois and the Love. Uh, this is Roman from Breton. I am um, Adam Fartley. I'm Orlando from the Maccabees. I am Colin Peters. I'm Lewis from Chapel Club. Uh, hi, this is Guy from the Winter. Hello, this is Carl Barat. Oh! Hey, this is Rita Ora, and you're listening to Shoreditch Radio. Yes! Yes! That's my, uh, that's my Rita Ora impression. That was very good. Thank you. If you didn't know. I didn't mean that. You're in the late night niche. Oh. I meant that. Shots fired already. It's like the debate last night. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I have read things in the paper about oh, it. Did she say the debate last week? No, it was last night. No, but you already shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, the debate last week. So, um, <laughs> yes. this isn't actually live. Time I think travel. Me and Lottie are so excited about recording this as live that we think we're actually yeah. broadcasting right now. We're looking forward to listening to some music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's novel, you know. Such a luxury. Um, yeah. So, this is the late night niche. Unfortunately, Chris Marshall is in uh, Perthshire in Scotland. He is. Um, ah, shucks. So, it's just me and Lottie this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the pop song of the week this time, I've got Joseph Chosen. So I believe yes. it's called Wings of Love, but I haven't heard it. Wings so. of Love by Liv. Um, Liv. I found it on the Spotify Viral Fifty. Liv Tyler. Uh, I can only hope. <laughs> the daughter. I wonder of what a... her surname is. <laughs> Maybe it's an acronym. I don't know. Um, <laughs> right here we go. Of love by Liv. Wings of Love. What a lovely, lovely song. A little bit repetitive, but I liked it. A little bit. Um, and it, it reminds me of kind of like perhaps like Sergeant Pepper type um, pop, like kind of almost psychedelic, but kind of like chilled psychedelic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Name. I know what you mean. Yeah. It was a little different from the kind of incessant, General, yes, other type of music mixed with EDM uh, that I found whilst I was trawling through the Spotify viral 50 for my pop song of the week this yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm fiddling about with my wires. That's all right. Um, Lottie's going <laughs> mental in the studio. <laughs> Just throwing, throwing... Crawling at the wall. Things, yes. Wiring problems. I'm yeah. fiddling with my mic, which I shouldn't be doing. But hello. So, yes, welcome properly to the show. Um, so tell us more about that Wings of Love song. Yeah, um, well, Can it was... through some... Yeah, to get to it, I'm sure. Yeah, there was the um, Craig David sixteen song. That's part of his new album. Oh, um, lovely, lovely. Which yeah. I was, I was enjoying, and then there was like the repetitive beep 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 beep, beep riff, which right. you know, I haven't had the pleasure yet. I have you say. not? Oh man, no, no, I haven't. Okay, well, I I hear it a lot on on the radio waves. Um, right. Yes. Six music all the way. <laughs> yes. I mean, Shoreditch Radio all the way. Yes. Come on. Exactly. Come on. Repping. So, yes, yes. Repping the Shoreditch. 
Um, yeah. So should we give a brief show rundown? I think we should. Cool. Yes. All right. Well, you can access my file effects. Yes. With, um, so some information in I'm it. holding Lottie's actually really new. quite really quite lovely new mm-hmm. red file effects. Paper chase sale. Oh yes. my god. This is my so girlfriend ex- loves so paper chase. Yeah, like, yeah, loves paper chase. Someone said so. to me recently, stationery was a girly thing. I was like, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, it, I think I think I'm discovering it is. I think it's mm. just kind of finding order in chaos, which you think is like a male trait, <laughs> but actually I think is much more you know, just kind of <laughs> ge- general competency. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So I got a nice file of facts with a lovely running order in. Do yes. tell. Well, we just we just had the intro and talked a little bit about pop song of the week. We did. Um, and following this, we're going to now we play Joe reads my handwriting. Yes, I read Lottie's handwriting. <laughs> uh, we delve into the ancient art of Sanskrit <laughs> <laughs> through the holographic Cyril- period, Cyril- yes. influences. and into modern Mandarin. Mm. Um, so we've got Madian. Coming up next, we were yeah. debating how to pronounce that. Maiden, Madion. Maiden. <laughs> My fair maiden. Sure. Maiden, yes. Um, with pop culture, which is probably something that people will have heard yes. anyway. But it is great. It and is. I recommend the video if you haven't seen it as well, because it's great. And you're spelling it made on. Yes. Wondering. And I didn't know that was that. I'd, I'd heard the song before, but I didn't know who made on, Madion. Yeah. My fair maiden. My mm-hmm. Fair Lady, you know, whatever they want there to be called. There must be a band called My Fair Lady somewhere. There must be, and if not, we're starting at Lottie. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that attitude. Yeah, like... exactly. I can just ride off the glory of my Rita Ora impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, after My Fair Lady, um, we're going to be talking about some films. I believe so. Yes. Uh, They're so... popular the kids nowadays. Yes, yeah. Some of those... In touch. Yeah, so those, uh, those stop-motion moving pictures... Actually, one of my favourite ever um, film interviews was on my um, one of my favourite film shows, uh, the Komodo Mayo film review. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had, um, oh, what film was it? The film with this kind of stop motion one they had fairly recently about oh, the depressed well, guy. Um, made by Charlie Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think it was Charlie Kaufman. I think it was the director. And he was explaining it as being so obnoxious. He was like, and well, actually, what you've got to understand about stop motion is that it's a series of still images giving the illusion of movement. Um, I uh, think perhaps not realising, as is all cinema ever made. As my dad would say, if you've ever seen the Fast Show sketch where they interview a stop motion animator, and he says, and you move it just a little bit, and you take a picture, and you move it just a little bit, and you take a picture. Yeah. And you move it. Just and it goes on for quite a long time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll be getting onto that. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I saw like three films in a week because mm, it was an important film anniversary as well recently, which I'm going to. Yes. Oh, okay. Didn't yeah. know about that. All sorts of education. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got a couple of film songs as well. We have. Yes. Yeah. Slightly obscure ones, but they're good. Think, yes. So. Yep. Um, and then after that, we're going to be talking about how amazing life is. It um, is, yes. Like, truly, truly awe-inspiring. We say life is amazing, and then... Yeah, perhaps in a sing-songy voice. <laughs> um, so last week we talked about rats and such. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'm yeah. sad I missed it. I'll have yeah. to... Um... Yeah, have to tune in on the old the old mm-hmm. podcast. Search Late Night Niche on iTunes yeah. or your podcast tab. Please rate and subscribe. Uh, I'll be repeating that message at the end of the show. Very smooth. Thank you. 
then we'll be moving on to letters from the new world, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Yes. If phones... Um, yeah, yeah, we can connect to uh, James via the magic of the interwebs. Wherever he is now. Yes. I'm assuming not in Colombia anymore, but... Somewhere. No, no, but he, w- he was in Colombia last time I spoke to him. Okay. Um, yeah. For the, the FARC deal that then collapsed. It's quite sad, oh, really. Yes, it is very... Yeah, it was like... Mm percentage point basically like 50.24 or something yeah the game's it was really it. close um, but uh, the guy won the peace prize but he's going to donate the winnings to peacekeeping efforts oh. like people who suffered from it yeah. yeah good but yeah hmm anyway good stuff um, and then we're going to finish with Conspiracy Caller and my uh, yes I am intrigued yeah I've been trying to find out about Conspiracy Corner oh lovely okay if you can, can just, try just different ones yes there'll be a variety yeah um I've been trying to research uh, hollow earth theory without completely losing my mind. Lovely. Yep. Mm, um, does it have anything to do with fracking? Uh, no, but it may do soon, <laughs> okay. at the rate we're going at. Okay, well, yeah, if we get far enough down. <laughs> yeah, maybe? exactly. Maybe? I don't know anything about it, so yeah. I will be intrigued by that. Um, what do we have after that? And that's the end. That's the end? Yeah. I think we have some songs. But, yes. But, but you'll be excited to hear those later. Yes, exactly. For the moment, um, shall we listen to a lovely, lovely song called Pop Culture by the man whose name is spelt M-A-D-E-O-N? Yes. Uh, it's a yeah. bit like the symbol it's, Prince, but... Not, yes, the know. artist formerly known as My Fair Lady. Um, all right, here we go. so great yeah i mean you look up the different songs there's playlists and stuff that show all the different songs that are sampled yeah um but um yeah it's like 39 different ones i think yeah yeah i think so yeah um some of them weren't that great and then you hear them in the song we just heard yeah and they sound brilliant so that's nice lovely Hmm, yeah i always enjoy that song cool cheering up well let's talk about films let's um, so, have you have you seen any um, series of still images put together uh, to create the illusion of movement recently, also known as all cinema ever? No, never. Okay. It's a short um, discussion. So. Yeah, so basically the, the concept is you take loads of photos really quickly. Oh, okay. And then um, you... Is that what frame rates are about? Yeah, oh. and then you move it through a reel yes. and project light behind it and then it moves. Um, I think it might have moved on since then. Yeah, I was in somewhere recently Possibly. and it looked like a train was coming towards the screen and people ran out screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like people fainting in The Exorcist, Yeah, which I don't know about because I've never seen the film. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah. Important film anniversary. Yes. Um, uh, I can't remember what date it was, but basically last week was the anniversary of um, the premiere of, I think it was the 27th of September, but I could be wrong, of The Jazz Singer. Which oh, featured Al yeah, Jolson, yeah. which was the first full-length 
synchronised speaking, talking movie. So that heralded the beginning of the sound era. Changed cinema forever. And it people, did, People yes. really looked down on it when it first came in. Like, uh, these talkies will never take off. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, people did and still do look down on 3D and yes. uh, Netflix. That's because and it is generally rubbish. It is generally rubbish, but, you know... Apart from you, Life of Pi, they worked in that, so... Yeah, it just needs to be selected. And I think, to be fair... It is now more selective. There was a period in, yes. I want to say, like 2010, yes. around then, where yes. every movie just had retrofitted 3D oh, stuff. Don't talk which was about retrofitting, and it's horrible. It's horrible, and it's just like horrible. Yeah, thirty well, percent light loss. Thirty hmm? percent light loss. Yeah. What they yeah. did with the Hobbit, I mean, as well, and you're trying to go frame rate as on top of that, and it's just like yeah, maddening. Yeah. Um, or is it Madion? Sorry. That's- my fair lady. Um, uh, but yeah, so yeah, the jazz singer came out, and it was also interesting because it does feature um, blacked-up performers, wow. minstrels. Oh, I did not know it's that. It's nineteen twenty-seven, so I think that might be why I said twenty-seventh of September. But it was nineteen twenty-seven yeah. that came out. Yeah. Um, and it was also noted for films that featured that, which was most of them at the time, or a lot of them, um, in that it actually was a focus and treated interestingly rather than just a general show thing it's it's an interesting, interesting. One. there's some amazing set pieces in it but um yeah it still obviously has slight offensive issues with the modern day but as a film anniversary it's yeah. very interesting oh very film. interesting so, now yes what films have you seen this week joe well lottie what films has joe seen this week <laughs> what films has joe seen this week <laughs> okay, we can stop. It's fine. Yeah, uh, this is probably setting unreal expectations. Um, well, I hope it is. Anyway, I hope I don't have this much free time on my hands soon. I need to find a job. Oh. Um, yeah. Commiserations, people. Come on. Oh, oh. oh violin. Yeah. Um, so the uh, not yesterday, but the Sunday before that. Thank you um, for detailing it. Yep, yeah, I went to go see Bridget Jones's Baby. Oh, did you? Yes, no, under the illusion that. that I might be using some free cinema tickets uh, oh. brought through codes that I got off several packets of sweets several months ago. Okay. Um, that when we bought them, me and my girlfriend were going to go see a film. It was on a Sunday. Um, we were like, oh, let's pop to Asda just beforehand to get some like minstrels or something. Uh-huh. Not the offensive depiction of black people <laughs> in 20s films, but chocolates that we the all chocolates. know and love today. Yes. Um, so we went to get those, and on the front it said like, you know, buy X amount of these and get a free cinema ticket on Sunday. We Hold thought, on, why are minstrels called minstrels? I don't know. I think How old are they? Sorry to derail that slightly. No, but I've just I, ma- I, as you I, made. I, the... I think we should look into that. Actually. As you made the connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Continue for the moment. Anyway, yeah, we yes. should look into that. Mm. Um, so we we saw that and was like, uh, buy X amount of sweets on Sunday and get a free cinema ticket. Mm-hmm. It corresponded with a local cinema we were going to go to anyway. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. fantastic. We can get some sweets, go to the cinema for free, get back, enter the codes. Actually turned out the local cinema, which was the Empire in Hemel Hempstead, yeah. you had to send off for the code, which would then arrive by post. <laughs> Just, but you know, but by a horse and carriage. By post. Yes. Nice, nice. Yes. So we thought, okay, whatever. That will take a while to come, but um, we'll get round it. Wait for two. Well, actually, came a couple of days later, but I went off on holiday, right? Um, and then hadn't really been in the country for extended period of time until the other Sunday. So uh-huh. we arrive at the Cineworld in Wood Green, show our tickets, and say, actually, for the for Cineworlds or Empires, you need the email code, the electronic code, uh, <laughs> not this one. 
So, um, okay, fine, we're down here anyway. We might as well just pay Seabridge to join this baby. Right, yes, okay. So, so we're at the cinema. <laughs> so we're at the cinema, sit down, comes on, and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I, the first one's obviously chick flick classic. It's fun, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, not a big chick flick person myself. No, and I um, think that term... I made me laugh, but... That term, I think, is kind of used not as... Usually with praise, I think. No, that's um, true. Um, which but, I think is yeah used to kind of bash films that may centre around women. Um, unfairly. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just a chick flick. It won't have any depth or anything. It's just made for ladies to watch. Yes, like an action film. Exactly. Mm, I am really looking forward to John Wick 2, just saying. I love the first one. It's great. Yeah. Oh my god, it's great. Apart yeah. from the dog death yeah. spoilers. It's just Keanu Reeves beating the living shit out of oh, people in for a about beautifully two hours. choreographed, no shaky cam. No. He moves perfectly. Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, it's fantastic. Continue. Yeah, it's like taken but from within the comfort of Keanu Reeves' own home rather than traipsing yes. around Eastern Europe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Still, and better shot. Yeah. A listers beating up Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Yeah. And less um Weird shots of his daughter being ogled by slave people. Yeah, there's a that lot of general, general, general xenophobia going on a lot of those. Yeah, uh, Eastern films. European number one, Eastern European yeah. number two. Yeah, and also by the third film, you've got to really question his, his parenting skills. How many times is he going to let True. that happen to his daughter? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Willis, I wanted to say. John McClane. Yeah. It rhymed with Wayne. Apparently it came out as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I did also see the Lego, Lego Batman trailer as yes. we were talking about, so I was thinking about it. Um, I've forgotten what I was saying now, so it doesn't matter. John McClane and his fathering skills? Yes. Yes. Apparently not great. I haven't seen the most recent film because I haven't. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, he's not. He's usually known for getting his family into all sorts of scrapes. Yes. <laughs> you make it sound like oh, a Johnny kooky, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you thought you what? I rather enjoyed it. Yeah. So the first one I already like. Second one I think is a bit silly. The third one I think is, um, I'd say, put it in the middle of there. It's not yeah. as good as the first, which is an absolute classic. Yeah. And has more kind of um, uh, narrative tightness, I want to call it, than the second one. It doesn't yeah. go kind of go, I don't know if go it's too shorter, crazy. But yeah. Possibly, yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff in Thailand in the second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've only seen it. I yeah. think I've seen it once. I may have only seen bits of it, but yeah. yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know, film opens. Um, Bridget Jones is in her early 40s, has split up with Colin Firth, is, you know, oh. free and single, um, but is lonely and is like, oh, I won't have a baby. And then, what do you know, within the space of a week, she... Um, hooks up with a handsome American chap mm-hmm. in um, fest- Glasto-type-like festival. Oh, and yeah. then a week later, um, she hooks up again with Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's Preggers, who's the baby daddy. Yeah. Uh, and then hilarity ensues. Lovely. Um, yeah, I, I rather enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was that one. Mm. On Tuesday... How many um, stars? How many stars? How many stars? I'm going to go I'm gonna go three. Okay. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Yeah. If you How many you stars out of twenty? Out of twenty. Ooh, okay. Um, so if you extrapolate that it'll be twelve, but that sounds a bit harsh, doesn't it? No, no, I think yeah. 
That sounds I, fine. I, I'd go 13. Okay, 13. I think we'll give go it a 13 in with the right expectations. A, a good, a good uh, analysis of the film I heard of that was good enough. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that makes yeah. sense. And if you know, if you like Bridget Jones, I'm sure you like this. It's just nice to you know the characters work well. I yeah. always start watching those films. I'm like, I don't really get Colin Firth's character in this, and by the end, you're like, oh, he's a sweetie, really. Yeah. I do quite like him. Yeah. Impressed English Brit. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um. Well. Uh. Should we go on to the next film, or should we talk about, or should we play a song? Um, what would you like? I. Th- Decisions, decisions. Let's have a look decisions. at the filer facts. Filer facts. Filer facts. Um, <laughs> let's let's finish off all this these songs we're listening to, and all the songs we make up are to the same tune. Exactly. What <laughs> <laughs> like sort of musical geniuses? McDonald had a farm. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, the songs which I've written times two songs um, are. I think we were going to look at playing um, "Blood of the Lamb" by. Um, Billy Bragg and Wilco. Oh, yes, yeah. Should yes. we put that on and then talk about the next two and then yes. stick on the following song? Yes, yeah. uh, and this song is on the list because it's in the film War Inc., which is sort of a remake of a um, thingy film, and I will remember his name once the song has finished. So let's maybe try playing the next song. Cool, okay. Um, Found. Um, Blood of the Lamb by Billy Bragg and Wilco. Yes, or Blood of the Lane as it was. Uh... <laughs> Blood of the Lame. Yes. <laughs> Slimy, that is. Slightly awkward. Yeah. Um, no, it's not Blood of the Lame. Um... Or Blood of the Lane, even. The Lane? Yes, Lane, yes. Lane. All wrong, Lamb. Lamb. It's a soft. I had lamb at the soft weekend. Egg. It was very nice, actually. What kind of lamb? In what dish? What dish uh, were you going for? Roast. Nice roast lamb. I'm it a fan of roast lamb. It was good. I felt like you had mint. Was it. Was it dry? That's, no. Okay, good. Because that's sometimes my issue with some red meats. Yes. Or just meat in general is that um, it can be a little dry. Yeah, especially no. pork. I felt porks often. I always find, but I don't like pork chops very much. Or yeah, like very that. dry. Like if you um, what do you call it, like you know, do a roasted one. Mm. It's okay, but yeah. Um, oh. but but yes. Um, yeah, I was going to say the film that's from is called War Inc., as in Incorporated, and it features John Cusack. There we go. Um, it's an, yeah, I quite enjoy it, film about, um, like, the privatisation of war, um, and he plays an assassin in it, but it has a link to a film with a really good soundtrack, which is called Gross Point Blank, which also features John Cusack as an assassin, and I prefer it, so I'm going to plug that one instead. Okay, but it's Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank, yeah. Um, a very strange name for a film, but it's the name of his high school, and he's an assassin who goes home for his high school reunion. And it's 
great. When was it made? 80s, 90s? 80s, yes. And it features like John Cusack's choice of music, so it's got lots of selector and scar and like 80s stuff. It's great. There's a really good fight scene to mirror in the bathroom. Nice. Really good. In the whole, like, corridors of his high school reunion. I'm a fan of John Cusack. Yeah, he kills someone with a TV. It's great. And there's also a love story with Minnie Driver. And she's a radio DJ. Oh my god! Yep, yep. yep. I so, think I might have just found my new favourite film. It's great. Gross is spelt G R O S S E, and Point is P O I N T E. Interesting. Gross okay. Points the school, but yeah. Oh, and his surname is blank. And is Mini Driver English or American? American. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard her do an American accent. I think she's American. Yeah, she's American. Yeah. Yeah, she's very funny. She's it's good. Yeah. It's a very good film. Nice. But that song wasn't from that film. But I like the song anyway. So. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, Billy Bragg was uh, not on the soundtrack of War Inc. He was on the no, soundtrack of War Inc. No, it wasn't War Inc., but not of Gross Point Blank, exactly. which you should see and not War Inc. No, no, I'd watch so War See War Inc. Inc. But if you're going to prioritise them, if you're access Gross to Point both, Blank. Gross Point Blank. Yes, it's good. And also a film that I saw on Tuesday. Oh, yes? Yes, Tuesday night. Um, so I've got Meerkat Movies. Um, uh-huh. Which means that I can. You're get probably two going for to the one. cinema then. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Very, uh, yeah, supporting yeah. Oh, yeah, cinemas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, which means I can get two for one on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. My choosing. Oh. I used to buy like really cheap, you know, travel insurance through Compare the Market. Oh right. Um, which I recommend if anyone people like going to cinema or find it usually a bit pricey, would like to go if it was cheaper. Yeah. It's like Orange Wednesdays. Um, yeah. But you don't have to sign up for a whole phone contract. Huh. It's Tuesday or Wednesday, so I'd recommend it if, if yeah. you're into the cinema and want to make it a bit more affordable hmm. and have a cinema going buddy. Good tip. Yeah. Yeah. What um, did you see then? I saw from called Hell or High Water. Oh, the the yeah yeah flooding thing. Yeah. Not yeah, with the oil rig. Kind of. Yeah. Oh no no you're thinking no, of, thinking you're thinking of, of Deepwater one. Horizon. Deepwater Horizon. Yes. You can see why I mixed that yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about Hell or High Water then. Okay, so um, it's set contemporary in uh, West Texas, and I describe it as kind of like a mix between like a Western and a heist movie. Mm. Um, So it stars uh, Chris Pine, who... uh, Have you seen any of the new Star Trek movies? Yes. Captain Kirk? Yes. Yeah. Uh, And Ben Foster, who I can't pinpoint where I've seen him from before, but you you might recognise him. I know the name, Yeah. yeah. Um, as two brothers um, who are robbing um, specific banks in in West Texas, kind yeah. of they're like local banks. I think it's like Midwestern Texas or yeah. something um, for kind of low amounts of money, so they don't get the marked bills. Mm. Um, so kind of tens. I think they you know they say tens, twenties, and uh, fives. Sure. Um, and hot on that, and they're trying to get it before. Uh, this kind of the weekends, well, the Friday deadlines, they're hitting a number of banks fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, and on their tail is <coughs> Jeff Bridges doing his old Southern. Doing Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, my last assignment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, his last assignment before he retires. Of um, because it's, you know, the FBI don't want it because it's within state borders mm. and it's just fairly small amounts of money. So he gets it with his partner. So he's chasing them down. Um, so it's uh, a film that kind of set, yeah, sounds like kind of a heist movie or a bank robbery movie, um, but it's set against this backdrop. It's really well filmed um, of West Texas, and it's very, <coughs> it's kind of like a dying, dying western, I'd say, kind of the, mm-hmm. the decay of of the old west. Yeah, um, and references to Native Americans. The Jeff Bridges' partner is half Native American, and he makes various. Uh-huh. 
inappropriate jokes and comments about him being Native American and Mexican sure. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, and it, uh, about cowboys as well, and how that lifestyle of uh, having a ranch is dying. Yeah. Um, and it feels kind of very um, relevant as well, kind of almost Trumpian in its way about collapse kind of, of manifest destiny, make America great again, and all that. Yeah, and people who've been doing the kind of traditional American jobs, you know, just can't make it anymore. And you know, people with real grievances about how the kind of livelihoods are being pulled out from mm-hmm. beneath them, and the banks are out to get them, which they may well be doing, whether Donald Trump is the person who to fix that. Him going bankrupt all the time probably isn't the best yeah, sign. Screwing people over by going bankrupt and then declaring that as a loss and then yes. not paying federal tax for 20 years. Anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really, really recommend it. It's got this mm. kind of really 70s, 80s feel. You really kind of get in with the characters, all fantastic performances. Um, the bank robbery scenes are well shot. Um, and you get yeah yeah you have a real affection for both sides, um, and yeah you get the idea that um, Chris Pine so Chris Pine is the kind of more uh, stoic brother who hasn't really been involved in crime yeah sure. um, and has been looking after his mother who recently passed away um, and Ben Foster is his brother who's just come out of prison who he kind of helps to enlist um, to help with these bank robberies so far so from dusk till dawn. Yes. <laughs> Just minus the vampires and we're yes, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Add Jeff Bridges instead. Yeah, and has a, a really good soundtrack as well. Mm. Um, so the score is by Nick Cave and someone else. Oh, yes, that's why I've heard of this movie. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. Yeah, lots of kind of eerie, sad violin. Um, yeah. But it made me kind of want to go visit these places like West Texas. And sure. there's, you know, there's a, a line, um, Jeff Bridges is kind of investigating various places and coming across... You know, Fun, you know, Midwestern characters. Hmm. And goes, Man, I love West Texas. <laughs> yes, it's very yeah. Jeff Bridges' way. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, one of the best films I've seen in a long time, and I saw it oh. in quite a, a small screen. Um, yeah. and it kind of added to the intimate feel of it all. Yeah, it's it's come out quite quietly, hasn't it? Like, yeah, relatively, relatively um, quietly. But I, I saw good things about it. Yeah. Um, so mm. yeah, I'd recommend it. And you know, you think of Chris Pine as you know maybe not. Yeah, you know, might be good at helming a blockbuster, but maybe not the most yeah. talented he of dramatic He makes occasional actors. interesting choices. He yeah. does, yeah. yeah. I think this is one of them, about, mm. you know, a more reserved, um, sure. kind of confined performance. Sure, yeah. Hmm, no, oh, very interesting. Yeah, I thoroughly recommend yeah. it. If you can still find it, I've, I watched it at the Crouch End Picture House. Mm. So maybe other picture houses, which they have around London. I think I've got one in... Uh, Stratford, which is where we record Shortwich Radio, funnily enough. We do. Um, One in Cambridge, just kind of around London, really. Yeah, yeah. No, very interesting. I have just remembered I did see a film recently. Um, What was that? (laughs) I forgot about. I saw Captain Fantastic. How was that? That looked intriguing to me. How how did you find it? I saw it in Spain, because I was in Spain recently, and it was subtitled, not dubbed, thankfully. Okay. and yes it was interesting um it was as kooky as it was billed um yeah that's the word for it really um but uh yeah um what's his name was very very good Viggo Mortensen Viggo Mortensen um was very good as always the kids were great yeah the kids were really good um I especially liked the oldest son who is in a few things but I can't remember which of them but he's very he's got a very definite face yeah um and there's an incredibly cringeworthy scene because they've been they've been basically 
their dad has been living out in the wilderness with them and sort of teaching teaching them to rock climb and self sufficiency self sufficiency but also like a real not well I say Marxist but all the um, like sort of anarchist all the political systems and they're yeah. learning about everything and yeah. they're very well educated but yeah. they haven't been to school and they haven't really interacted with the world yes um and then well sort of spoilers but it, it happens relatively soon in the film and it's the focus of the film so unfortunately their mother dies yeah um and they have to go to the funeral yes and so they're trying to um interact with the world outside of that there's less of that than i thought there would be yeah there is still that but it's more about the sort of family drama and you sort of gradually realize that oh it's all kooky oh actually he is really really extreme and he shouldn't be as extreme as this maybe he's not as good as he is initially appearing to uh, good, as good a father as he yeah. is initially appearing to be okay. um but so it deals with it when you start to think this is really extreme this isn't like okay anymore they yeah. do deal with that um good music uh, self-conscious film, but funny. yeah, I enjoyed so it. I, I yeah, it yeah, funny. yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, without sort of being in your face. Yeah. Um, and you got to know the characters. Yeah, because so I like Viggo Mortensen. I think he makes. Yeah. And I remember he, you know, he says a lot that he you know, his career full, uh, kind full of frontal nudity at one point. Nu- oh, Viggo wow. Mortensen. Yeah. Wow, he likes doing that. I think in Eastern, he did. Eastern Didn't he Promises, start off in porn? <laughs> I haven't heard that. That sounds hilarious. I have a feeling. Maybe it was like one film or something. I think I looked this up once because I said it to someone and they said that can't be true. Um, but yeah, feel free to look it up. Um, maybe not that way, but the facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think he's shy. No. At least. No, I think he's done that before on like Eastern Promises or something. Yes. Which um, I refuse to watch because I read the comic and it traumatised me, so I never want really? to see the film. Well, I haven't seen. Would it? Is it really quite grim? I prefer not to talk about it. The end, if anyone has read it, is yeah. particularly psychologically and physically horrific. So it sticks with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but yes, Captain Fantastic was yes. nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know who Viggo Mortensen might be, he's Aragorn. Aragorn, yeah. yeah. Aragorn, who looks attractive when he has stubble and weird when he doesn't. It's a fact of life. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, when cool. he's the king at the end in Return of the King, I'm like, you look really strange. Yeah, you've shaved. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, looks better with dark hair. Just opinions, when he, when he's a just bit more opinions. rugged and he just has a very very square jaw. Yeah, it's too square. It's too square. It's too square. <laughs> Damn it, Vigo. It's very angular. Yes. Angular. Yeah. Um. Oh, what song have we got next, Joe? We have got. Oh, we've got. Uh, let me just try and bring it up. Um, I think it's called something interesting. Oh, Cult of Wall, sitting on the blacktop. Sitting on the blacktop. So uh, that was from um, Hello High Water. Oh, sure, sure. So that's not the score. That's from the soundtrack of kind of kind of country songs that play throughout. Yeah. And this struck me as a kind of kind of genuine um, song or country song, which you don't kind of find as much these days. Um, Those are very good. Americana uh, mixing with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know Bo, Bo, Bo Burnham? Yeah. Yeah, so his well. latest uh, <laughs> Netflix um, special, which I'd recommend, mm. he does a thing about how um, 
know, people make fun of country, but some of the best songwriters, people like Dolly Parton, Billy Nelson Absolutely. are country singers. Yeah. But modern countries, people like uh, Keith Urban, who have, you know, just making money off They're saying they represent people and yes. they don't. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of metrosexuals who's never done a hard day's work in their life. Mm. Was this is this felt a lot more genuine? The um, holes put in the jeans. Gonna yeah. briefly touch on one more film. Yes. Um, Sorry, I've ended up talking about film as well. That's all right. <laughs> Girl on the Train saw that yesterday. Uh, right. Yeah. So a lot of press about that. I, it intrigued me. Went to see that. Finally, with the real cinema, with the actual free cinema tickets. Oh, good. Oh, so, good. The tension. Funny enough, <laughs> twist in the tale. We're gonna go to Empire Hemel Hempstead. Turns out it's now being bought by Cineworld. Oh. So then that means we would have had to have the email one. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. eventually found that Boreham Wood Real Cinema, hadn't heard of Real, R-E-E-L. Yes. Yeah. Um, had, heard, yeah. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I hadn't, actually, which is mm. yeah, fun. Mm. Um, slightly odd place, but, you know, actually really quite cheap and affordable. Yeah, um, yeah. I haven't been to one, but yeah, heard it around. So finally got to use the free cinema tickets there. Brilliant. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Girl on the Train, huge book hit. Literary, What's it about? Is uh, it a girl on the train? There's, hey! a, there's a girl on a train. But no one's made that joke. No. Um, so but no one's made that joke. That the, No one has made that joke. No one. It's twice okay. over. Yeah. Keep going. Um, so it stars Emily Blunt as a girl on a train. Um, who is dealing with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is kind of very... Uh, voyeuristic about a couple she sees going past on the train to work. She's mm-hmm. been fired from her job and just kind of goes and sits in a bar all day. Sure. Um, and uh, he and this couple live two doors down from her ex-husband who had left her and this kind of started her spiral of drinking. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, long story short, again, I don't want to give away spoilers, but it happens quite early in the film. Um, the lady who she kind of obsesses over goes missing and right, um, yeah. she is questioned about it because she is seen drunk in the area of the night that happens. Yeah. But as an alcoholic who gets hammered all the time, she can't, actually can't remember what's happened. Yeah. So it's kind of about piecing together what happened, um, these various people in her personal life, and what's what's as going an on. As unreliable witness sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Can she be accountable if she, if she doesn't know what mm. happened? Mm. Um, and it's I think it's an interesting premise because you don't really get... Um, leads who are protagonists in that position who don't really know what's happened, especially some I do on my memory has been wiped, but alcoholics who don't really get their perspective. No, and it's done very well. And there have been some. I haven't read the book, but there have been some criticisms of the film that it's been transposed I've from London yes. to upstate New York, which I don't really have an issue with because I haven't read the book. Yeah, and that Emily Blunt is too glamorous. Um, for the role. Yeah, people are always going to say that. I had more of an issue with the transplanting, not that yeah. I've read it. So, um, yeah, so, um, I mean, okay, it's Hollywood, but I, Emily Bunt is kept as English as well. Yes, um, weirdly, for some reason. I guess, I think it kind of works as to give her more of an outsider perspective, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, um, what was the main problem? Oh, yeah, but, you know, people say Emily Bunt's too glamorous, but actually... I think the makeup department do a really good job of making her kind of the effects of alcoholism, making her look yeah. a bit more puffy and yeah. kind of dried out and you know chapped, chapped, yeah, hmm. exactly. Which you know <laughs> she you looks get very chapped, really rather dehydrated when you're yeah. an alcoholic because you don't get enough water at all. Mm. Um, so you know you do get the sense physically that she's an alcoholic as well. Yeah, for some it didn't quite click for me. It doesn't. Um, yeah. 
it felt like they were trying to go with a kind of Gone Girl type thing. Yeah. Um, but I didn't find it as some people have issues with Gone Girl. I think it's. I haven't seen it. I'd watch it because I only recently found out it was Mm. a David Fincher film because I hadn't been paying attention. David Fincher's the man. Yes. um, But, yeah, uh, I wasn't that bothered by it. Yeah, what I saw in the cinema... see it, I haven't seen it. And some people, you know, it's written, the book is written by a woman, but some people think it's kind of represents the kind of worst attitudes about women that they're either... there's a lot of stuff about um, women being victims in crime things at the moment that it's just constant... Um, yeah, and it's becoming a bit voyeuristic. I and I, I don't think that's the issue with Gone Girl. No. Gone Girl, I think they're either no, sex objects or different. bitches be cray. Um, <laughs> whereas actually, I think that having three, like a film based around three women, um, is unusual in Hollywood mm. for such a big film, which mm. I can admire. And they're not they're kind of seen as victims, but also you know, fully rounded, shaped characters, not yeah. just caricatures of yeah. a sex object or sure. you know, crazy, you know, um, uh, what's that Michael Douglas film where... Mm. Bunny Boiler film. Fatal Attraction. Yes. Fatal Attraction type yes. thing. Yes, um, Glenn Close. So, yeah, Glenn Close. Yeah, so for that, I I admired it, but it just didn't quite click for me. It was quite an odd one. Yeah, didn't feel like it wasn't really pulled through. But Emily Blunt is fantastic. I'd watch. Mm. You know, watch that though. Mm. That of the three, definitely Hello High Water if you can find it. Yeah, it's it's interesting, um, actually, because the problem that some people had with transplanting it was, apart from the fact it was apparently bought before it was published, wow. so that uh, by the film company. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who it was. Was it Paramount? I don't think oh, it I was. can't remember. But um, yeah, it was bought up before it was read, essentially, because there was a lot of clamour about it. A lot of people saying it's going to be very good. So at that point, there wasn't any reason for them to want to keep it in London. And then everyone uh... read it, and it's very, very London focused. And everyone said one of the best things about the book and the point of the book is that it's focused in London. It feels very Londony. There's lots of little details. Uh... Um, so at the time of them buying it, it wouldn't have mattered. By the point that it had been read and become a bestseller, people cared about it, which is why there's been a bit of a backlash, I think. They couldn't have necessarily predicted it. Um, but, yes, and that is possibly why Emily Blunt is English, some people were saying. Interesting. Um, this is partly To appease the masses. Yeah, I was partly reading a review in the Evening Standard and they were talking mm. about this. Um, but, yeah, so well, it was interesting. As as a piece of film that stands alone, I haven't read the book, the transplanting it works. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, people are always saying like, "Oh, it's, the film's not as good as the book." Well, yeah, you're comparing two different mediums. Yeah. Um, and maybe you wouldn't be able to get all the little details about um, London. There's a lot of different ways to adapt something, um, but yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. It's harder to get the minutiae that a, a book can bring. Yes, um, yes. You you can either do what um, we need to talk about. Kevin does, or you can do Lord of the Rings and go for telling absolutely every detail, whereas yeah. when you talk about Kevin is very abstract mm. um, but you still lose a point of view that you have in the book. Like, there's yeah. always a sacrifice basically, exactly. that's what I'm saying. It, you, you can't, you know, it's not an audiobook, you can't just read it yes. you know, word for word because that'll yes. take ages and it's not what films are about. Yeah. Um, show, not tell. Exactly. Basic rule of film. Exactly. Um, but yes, should we listen to this lovely song now? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward top. to it. What is it again? It's Colter Wall, Shin on the Blacktop. Lovely. Press it. Yes. And again. 
listening to Short Ditch Radio. ShortDitchRadio.co.uk Listen, my sense catches up with me. That was uh, Coulter something mm-hmm. with sitting on the blacktop. Coulter Wall? Coulter Wall. I thought it was Coulter Wall. Yeah, yeah Coulter Wall. Um, yeah, you said it was a kind of uh, bluesy, which I hadn't thought yeah. about. I thought it was, cause it was kind of rough country, but yeah, bluesy yeah, no, or bluegrass. Bluesy. Yeah, especially with the guitar in there. Yeah, um, and the kind of rough voice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. What I heard of it. Um, yeah, I have to look up the film. Yeah, I as well. All the listeners thoroughly recommend. Um, I think as someone who likes film as well and can appreciate mm. it, I think you'd you'd mm. enjoy it. Mm. Nice oh, kind cool. of tight narrative. No, yeah. Doesn't doesn't kind of fray towards <coughs> too much at the end. This is what needs to happen. Yes. They need to go from A to B. Yeah. Wound up in. And you're interested how they get there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who it is that's getting there. Yes. Importantly. <laughs> right. Um. So we are going to attempt in our next section. Ho ho. To um do uh some letters to uh the new world, I believe. Yes, letters from the new world. So, um, <laughs> former presenter James Creeber has gone on an intrepid venture intrepid across venture. the Atlantic Ocean to uh, what we believe is India, but we're not sure at the moment. Mm, he was in Colombia. Yes. Um, and before that, he was in Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Yeah, and I don't know. Did you speak to him in between that? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Guatemala, yeah. maybe. Guatemala, possibly. Yes. Yes. Um, but should we give him a ring and yeah, see, let's give him see a ring. where he is and what he's up to now? All right. All the effects of live radio. Exactly. I'm literally <laughs> holding the phone up to the mic. Yeah. So hopefully, the tension's already killing me. We'll um. Well, that's some good ringing. It's a good ringing sound. Oh. Hello. James Creeber. Can you hear me, mate? Hello. Can you hear me? How are you? Not too bad, how are you? Yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm alright, yeah, it's good. Hi, as well, it's Lottie here as well, so Chris isn't here. Hello, anyone there? Hi, yes, Lottie is here as well, but Chris isn't here, he's in Scotland. Hello, Lottie. Hi, hi. Slight problems with delays on the sound here, I think. So, um, James, have you got any fun... uh, First off, whereabouts are you in the world? Still in Colombia. Oh. Not as in, like, why you still there, but nice. So, um, and uh, have you got any fun stories from when you were recently about, or what's going on in Colombia at the moment? Well, obviously, uh, the negotiations. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And do you know people who voted? No, Marshall's in Scotland, mate, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. He's in Pulshire. It's good that he's showing, could be- Show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like he takes the train up here every time and back <laughs> from Kent. Well, Sussex. Um, I don't really know. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. It's only forty percent voted. Really? Yeah, I heard. That's crazy. Yeah, it was only like it was like points four something like that was the deciding vote. It was like fifty point two six. That's insane. Voted. I yeah. wonder why so few people voted on it. Do yeah. you think? Have you heard anything uh, about that? Like why people would or wouldn't vote, or a certain way? Because they don't. Because fuck caused a lot of shit to a lot of people, and they're not really they're not one to forgive here. In so Columbia. they're not I was ready. In, um, no, not yet. I was actually in. Um, I was up in the jungle for a bit, 
and uh, it's paramilitary country still, which is quite interesting. It's already uh, a great start to a story. Yeah, there was a lot of sightings of un unrecognisable guys with uh, just walking around with AK-47s and shit, Ooh. so um, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I had an explosion, I think, earlier, but I'm not too sure what it was. And whereabouts in uh, Colombia are you? I'm in Cartagena. Okay, and is that like, is that a big city? Is it a town? Is it jungle? Is yeah, it it's rebel? Pretty nice northern city. Okay. Mm. Pretty nice northern city. Uh, I'm currently sitting out on the balcony of the hostel and looking out and seeing all the prostitutes go up and down the street. Oh, what time There's is it? There's a brothel underneath me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. What, what time of day so is it? living a dream. <laughs> it's raining. It's about like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh wow! Uh, so they're, they're starting early their shifts. I just did. yeah, it's uh, interesting. Um, I don't really know what else to say. Um, yeah, I've been Colombia nearly two months now. Really? Well, so, so and had you planned to be there for that long? Country. Had you planned to be there for that long? No, I only planned to be here for a month. But I went up to the north coast. I went to a narco's old narco's hotel. That was pretty sick. Oh wow! Fantastic. <laughs> Um, smuggler country. That's, that's basically what I've been doing. <laughs> and what about Colombia? Is it that's kind of that's kept you for twice as long as you'd meant to? Sorry. What about Colombia has kind of kept you for a month longer than you you'd originally meant to? The tension's killing uh, me. The cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's real good. <laughs> and that's the end of that broadcast. The... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not in the country. Whether you're allowed back in is, is you know, yeah. for you to deal with. Playing with um, fire, then. <laughs> but, but the coke is good, then. Uh, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> when it's you're fine. ordering Coca-Cola... You I'm, just, I'm, I'm enjoying it here. Careful. I'm not yeah. really, like... I'm just kind of taking each day as it comes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, nice. Yeah, Columbia's cool though. People are so friendly. Um, How's your Spanish coming along? Uh, it's yeah, I'm alright. Like, you know, um, I'm learning stuff every day, which is quite <laughs> nice. I just uh, downloaded uh, Tinder while I'm out here, so I can. Uh, <laughs> Colombian Tinder. Locals a bit more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. Meet your local drug lord. Lovely. Exactly, yeah, drug lord's daughter. Well, actually, considering where you're living above, considering where you're living above, um, <laughs> I don't know, would prostitutes be on Tinder? I feel like that would be, like, duplicitous, surely. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, w will we be attending any, any Colombian weddings? Uh, possibly not. Like, the girls are hot here, but they're not, like, how everyone puts them out to be. Like, some of them are, but, like... There's a lot of, I don't know. I think you'd have to come to kind of like, yeah, just, just come to, come to Colombia, Joe. I think you'd love it here. They love you. They would like eat you up. You would be. <laughs> <laughs> Will they perhaps worship me as a god? Yeah, dare I say it? As god? Yeah, they love you. <laughs> Fantastic. And um, is your sweat still smelling like sickly sweet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, uh, my penis did swell up quite a lot, and then I got like a bite on my cock as well. What well, from like a mosquito or some sort of like spider or a human? 
Classic radio. I got too short because I was just showering and I noticed like, oh shit, I've got this huge like lump coming off my dick and then it just swelled up quite bad. But um, has yeah, it gone down? Did that, you did you have to? Else. Was yeah, there any? It was like chunky sin. This is coming from the man who I don't know if you know, didn't know he had foreskin until he was eighteen. <laughs> 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 no, you never will be. Now it's been shared further as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've listened to it, mate. We had a whole farewell James episode where me and Marshall recalled your best bits. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find it on iTunes or any podcast app. Search Late Night Niche, and the episode is called Farewell James Creeper. Very good. Uh, it's mostly taking. I mean, we're, we're saying we'll miss you, but we're also taking the piss a lot. <laughs> we're talking about our, our time in Crowborough. <laughs> Classic Crowborough times. Yeah, Crowborough times when. Uh, Such a busy place. Yeah, we so had many, so many crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a fun couple of days in Crowborough, didn't we, James? So many supermarkets. <laughs> I I always will say that I never did anything wrong. And I sorted out the situation, so. <laughs> just just this listen is back. Intriguing. Just listen back to the episode, listeners, to um to know what this story is about. Also, shout out to Dan Ludgate, um for uh, for keeping us company and um you know just just being himself. Yeah, is it is it going to be is the kind of song going to be him with a, like a one hand on a globe and one on a scepter? It's still. It's gonna be like an old British pub. It's yeah. It's gonna be very dark, velvet, a lot of comfy armchairs, and then there will be a picture of Ludd oil painting. Oh yeah. Oil, yeah. Not like picture oil painting. Regalia, yeah. Holding Yes. It will be incredible. Not knowing this person makes this all the more interesting. <laughs> oh, do you not? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, I don't. He, I may have met him, but I don't know. He is. You probably know him if you met him. Oh, okay. He's a character. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Um. <laughs> And, and where are you heading next, James? I'm going to go to Peru. Ooh. Cool. And, um... Yeah, I've had, like, a... You've had a... I've been, like, foreseeing things. And I'm, like... Uh, and I'm deciding to go to Ecuador for the sake of my mental health. So I'm, uh... Okay, that sounds ominous. Avoiding Ecuador. Have you, have yeah. you been having dreams about so, what could go down in Ecuador? Like yeah, fu- yeah, final like destination style. What, what possible events could go down? I was like, I'm gonna avoid Ecuador because there's something in me telling me no. Oh. Mm, well, you won't be able to see it in a Valencia Trust faking an that. injury to run away from uh, child support arrest. <laughs> 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 yeah. <hilarious>. Yeah. <laughs> West Ham hero. But, um, <laughs> mm, I went to a Colombian football game. How's Ooh. that? How How's the standard of football? It's awful, but I was with the ultras. I was with Ed, and then uh, yeah, a lot of cocaine was being done, a lot of weed was being smoked. Just like around in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, someone got shot in the stand. Oh, oh my, my god. god! While you were there. <laughs> yeah, it was like a gunshot. And then oh my god! Just, like, dispersed. Wow. So it's living up to uh... every day in the ghetto. There's a gunshot, you could say. I'm starting to carry a piece now, just to like as protection and as and rojo. El rojo. Yes, we uh we thought we might see James one day in South America in a cage with just El Rojo. And, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's ginger, just to. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Right, well, um, I'll, I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Yes, good luck with the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, Joe, give me a text at some point. I'd actually like to catch up with you properly. Yeah, probably. Not, uh, not, not just on not air. Not on uh, radio. Yeah, we'll have a proper chat. Um, yeah. Love to speak to you again. Yes, good luck with uh, Tinder and keeping your mental health in check. Good luck with Peru. And yeah, Peru. And we'll uh, we'll catch up properly and hopefully again in a couple of weeks with more letters from the new world. Bye, James. Bye. Well, it sounds like it's good that he's uh, he's not going to Ecuador. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you're feeling foreshadowy, I mean, that's... I, I'd avoid it. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they're like Final Destination type, type dreams. Well, or... did you ask him if he almost died at any point? Because in a group of people, and oh, then they're no, going I didn't. No, together, that's the key. And then they start going near that's escalators and tanning beds. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. I've only seen one of the films, so. That's tanning bed one's the worst, though, isn't it? Because it's yeah, the most real. Yeah, I didn't real. really watch. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a poem book when I was little that was like. um, ghastly poems and one was Ella was playing in the escalator she fell in the escalatorator I think I might have said that in a previous episode which just shows how much trauma that caused (laughs) that sounds like um, Roald Dahl's revolting rhymes yes it was similar I think it was Colin um, Naughty not Firth Naughty no Um, no so yeah there were a lot of stuff it was good it was good I found of those Uh, those types of things yeah yeah no there were some really good ones actually but um um. So now we've had less of the new world. Do you fancy a bit of two fawning? Yes. So I hadn't heard either either the song or the artist before this. Yes. Um, but rather enjoyed the bit that I listened to. Yes, it's um intriguing. Um, I came across it on a YouTube session, I think, randomly. Um, it's called "I Know You Now," and it's by an artist called who I still haven't fully looked into, but. Um, this was my favourite of the few songs I listened to, called Two Fawning, as in T-U, and then fawn, like the deer, yeah. ing. Um, and yeah, it's odd. The video's good um, and strange. Um, but yeah, I don't know much about them. But um, yeah, I think it's them rather than her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just thought it's a song I keep coming back to and keep coming back to. And I thought I'd lost, but it was actually on my old iPod. Yeah, I remember the name. It, it so. draws you in. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's what we're going to play next. Um, and yes. Right, Enjoy. take it away. I know you now. Too fawning.
so cool. Yeah, it's kind of she had a, a bit of the kind of sassy Annie Lennox. Yeah, uh, in a way. Yeah, that's true. Especially towards the end. Um, she is blonde, I think, actually. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a quite hypnotic song, I always think. Um, yeah, the video is sort of equally hypnotic. Lots of strange things happening repeatedly. Um, but yeah, I just really like the song. So yeah, if anyone's interested in looking up more about them, go ahead. Yeah, um. <laughs> I would. I I really enjoyed it as well. Mm. I because um, I just had to play them to kind of download them to get them all on the system and whatnot and it yeah it took me by surprise mm, it cool it catches your attention quite well yeah it's quite a strange um song um so beyond that what have we what are we talking about now yeah so we, we move the wrong order around a bit we did, um, we did so i thought we would do life is amazing, amazing. Um, Yay! so I'll give you live on air rustling around in my bag sounds for Ooh. note. This is my favourite part of the show. I've already been rustling around in my bag a little bit. Now you hear the sound of headphones being put down and a lovely bag with the coat still attached. So we're adding extra rustling if sounds anyone's for your in, listening pleasure. into ASMR or whatever that's called, um, it's like people who really like kind of like people oh, the, o- opening yeah, 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 rubbing yeah, yeah, yeah. type sounds people who are into that oh. yeah there's um an apex twin song that um has the sound of i can never remember the name of it it's harmonium something something okay and it has the sounds of the keys being pressed oh and it's beautiful it's one of his songs where in the middle of complete chaos and horrific lyrics you yeah. have a really beautiful gem of a song oh. maybe we'll play it next time yes but, no I, um, I, I yeah but that, that has the sound of like sounds being made and shuffling yeah yeah so there you go Fab. so what is what is amazing this week okay in life so i um saw a headline about this the other day and i think it's been around a bit because the book's been published hmm. basically about the nazis hmm. and their love of drugs recreational oh. ones you know not all right not medicinal ones um so there is a guy uh, called norman oller who was an author, and before this, author first, kind of, you know, fiction, mm-hmm. uh, not history, mm. um, and, you know, as he says in the interview I was reading, he's like, I was talking to my rock star friend, and he said, do you know the influence of crystal meth on national socialism? And I said, no, <laughs> but I thought it made sense to me, so I thought I would investigate it further. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that there's people in the world that that's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Then he looked further into it and unearthed a book that, you know, proper historians are raving about and saying, hmm. unearthing um, loads of new stuff and putting putting it together to give an idea of actually how the Third Reich, both kind of t- in terms of society and economy and militarily, hmm. was fueled and, you know, taken down by their love of drugs. Oh. Um, so it's, you know, they use cocaine, heroin, morphine. Um, but most prominently methamphetamine, or as we now know, the street drug, crystal meth. Right, not known for its uh, stabilising properties. No, no. (laughs) Um, And so this kind of thing uh, started in the 20s in the Weimar Republic. Mm. That makes sense. Hedonistic, sort of golden era. Yes, yeah, yeah, better days, where Germany was kind of a big exporter of um, cocaine and, and such, hmm. and I think back then cocaine was actually still used a lot of the time um, medicinally, medicine, yeah, yeah. Um, for like hay fever and stuff. Like, mm. I can imagine like boshing alive, like oh I'm a bit snuffly, and then 
you know, I know. Racking, take some racking one up. <laughs> <laughs> well, my nose is clearer, but I also have no middle to it anymore. Exactly, so. <laughs> yeah. My airways are, fl- are flowing it's fine. So clear. It's better than airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, uh, the drug that was used a lot just in wider society that was mm. available first just over the counter and then eventually via prescription um, was pervitin. Um, and this is kind of a form of methamphetamine, basically mm. was the active ingredient, um, that would just get people kind of really energised and keep them going. Yeah. Um, and is kind of, I think the, the author describes it as natural socialism in a pill that would oh. turn like even the least efficient of workers into the most efficient. Um, and people from train drivers to housewives um, yeah. would take it really quite frequently, huh. um, including no- Nobel laureate Henrik Boll. Oh, um, right. who yeah won the Nobel uh, Literature Prize in the 50s as kind of mm. one of the more prominent post-war uh, German writers yeah. and there are letters from him back at the time in the 40s and 30s writing to his parents asking if they could uh, send him some more uh, pervertin wow yeah hmm. so that's just kind of society and how it helped fuel the um, you know Nazi economy yeah. that people oh. talk about um, fascinating but also in 1940 when you know the beginning of the war and um it was proposed that the nazis go through the french mountains mm. so you know it can't be done the yeah. uh, the allies would have too much time on their hands it would take um you know the nazis you know three or four days to get through and mm. um you know it just wasn't able to do so what they did is ply all the soldiers with pervitin giving 35 millimeter uh, not millimeter um milligram yeah. Um, doses of pervitin to make sure saw that they stayed awake for three days and nights straight. And you know, and the the title of this book is called Blitz because you know what what else could have powered the Blitzkrieg even right. better than that. Um, <laughs> so it, you know, it gave them this um, this immense kind of power and mm. energy um, yeah. to carry out these kind of stunning um, you know wartime raids and with their kind of speed. And aggression that yeah. hadn't really been seen ever before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, the author, you know, he doesn't think it would have been possible without the use of of meth, mm. basically. Mm. It would probably be quite controversial that I guess because people would say it takes away agency from people who committed these some atrocities. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Possibly. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I I'm not sure they said kind of SS soldiers used it in yeah you know, in the concentration not. camps, yeah. but in terms of you know the actual staging battle. Yeah, I don't know how many war crimes were staged during during the Blitzkrieg. Yeah, it was more the common France. man, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but no, it's interesting. That I, is I, very I interesting. That. Yeah. Um, and to the extent where towards the end of the war, um, when it was looking like you know Germany was on its last legs, hmm. um, one of the generals or admirals probably um, had a plan to send these one man U boats up the Thames. Um, <laughs> To try and get into London, and as you can imagine, a one-man new boat from Germany, people would have to stay awake for days and days at a time. Yeah. So he created this kind of cocaine chewing gum, which is like the strongest stimulant upper that would, had ever been tried uh, wow. on, yeah, on German um, yeah. soldiers. And as you can imagine, a lot of them just went mad and got lost. Yeah. Um, well, had sleep deprivation alone, and just being completely isolated. Yeah. Sleep deprivation. 
Um, While yeah. being on God, that's horrific. Yeah, it sounds horrendous, Jeez. doesn't it? Locked in a, these cages. Just put basically. two people in it. Yeah. Just make them slightly bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Hitler himself uh, basically got hooked on what we now kind of call oxycotton. Um, oh right. Yeah. Which is the uh, pain relieving drug, which had you know has its own Wasn't controversies. That the one that Prince was meant to have taken. Yeah, loads of people get seriously hooked on it. Yeah, it's an um, American thing now, I think, where you can get the harder stuff. Yeah, you get hooked on it because it gives you... Um, the, the issue with oxycotton, I might do another life, is amazing. Or less amazing, more kind of actually corrupt and sad. Yeah. Um, and that is that the whole thing with oxy is that it says you need to take, need to take one a day. Yeah. And the doctor will tell you you need to take one a day. But um, actually, some people react to it differently, so you may need to take two or three or four yeah um but because you're only supposed to take one your people can be in immense writhing pain so then when they take the second you get this incredible euphoric high right so you'll then get hooked to it yeah so hitler got hooked to basically oxy yeah. um because he had kind of really quite uh strong kind of stomach issues mm. which he didn't like taking pills for um so he had this uh doctor who used to give him injections whose name i have ignored to fail, fail to write down. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, so it had these incredible uh, effects on him where people would observe him being kind of writhing round in pain yeah. um, and look incredibly frail and then the next moment be kind of shouting down the phone to Mussolini. Yeah. Apparently it was also, this doctor was prescribing um, yeah. meth type things to keep him, keep him <laughs> going. Um, and uh, you know, towards the end, when these various factories producing all these drugs, which we mm. know were huge, mass manufactured to the wider German public, you know, yeah. marketed like things like co- uh, Coca-Cola as opposed to cocaine. Yeah. Um, these being bombed out, and Hitler was kind of basically want to come down and you know withdrawing and losing the war. You can also kind of see well, maybe that was also to do with him losing his mind, his withdrawal symptoms. Mm. Um, quite strong from being heavily addicted hmm. to this drug um, <laughs> and uh, it's an interesting theory that the author says well he thinks this just helps to debunk the whole idea of you know Nazis bringing order well, actually it was complete chaos sure, yeah. and the whole economy was built on this lie of people being yeah. um, drugged up to the hill basically yeah. and hmm. and everyone trying to avoid sleep but that's kind of the, the biggest enemy seemed to be sleep yeah. you know, we have to be as productive as yeah. possible hmm. Well, I suppose they had the same, well, propaganda idea in England where you were trying to get people to, you know, be as productive as yeah. possible, but that didn't mean you... I'm sure there were our own atrocities, yeah. but you weren't uh, yeah. feeding the populace meth regularly. Yeah. And one of the lines I'm I... am guessing. Yeah. I, I assume so. Maybe yes. that's, the, that's the next big scandal. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being hooked on government meth Church in the 30s. Uh, and one of the lines that I read, because you know, there's a little bit on the old Google Books preview, mm. um, was that... Basically, I can't remember the exact line, but saying the factories, you know, pouring out uh, methamphetamine with a purity that would rival Heisenberg, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if not yeah. purity, quality. Yeah. You know, people think of meth yeah. as quite dirty, and the whole Breaking Bad is about how, you know, good quality that was. They could sell it for loads more. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, I sort of have a life is amazing to append to that. Yes. Because I hadn't prepared one, I'm afraid, so this will be less. Uh, detailed yeah but um i went to prague and it turns out prague Prague's lovely it is lovely yeah. and it has a lot of alchemy museums interesting okay mm. so 
it was very big on alchemy, which was illegal. So they've gradually been discovering underground um, uh, laboratories. Yeah. And in, I can't remember when, but a few years ago, maybe 2010, I don't know, they had massive flooding. Had real problems with it. They've since changed the drainage thing, mm. but like massive flooding, really serious. And um, quite a few buildings collapsed. Oh, wow. Didn't um, or sort of floors or things like that. Yeah. But um, one that collapsed, they found a laboratory under. <laughs> so we went to this one museum um, while we were there and they said this is a replica, but they did have one of these apparently and they brought us to a bookcase and they pulled a no book out way. and the door swung oh, open oh that's awesome which is fantastic so we went down these old stone steps and it's very old and i can't remember how old but yeah. it's old yeah um and basically yeah they've it was um lots of medicines lots of sort of um they found pots with some medicine still in they've got all the furnaces um, some old stuff was hanging up. Like and they've they've done it all up now, and now you can go and go and tour yeah, around yeah. it. Um, and in one particular bit, um, they found um, that as they kept tunneling through and following it, they found that there was a very very long tunnel, which they eventually worked out goes to the palace. So uh, the king at the time, um, who again I will maybe try and fill this in on the next episode yeah. because I just remembered about it. Um, or oh, I just linked to this. Uh, he was known to be sick, and they also have this. Um, they showed us this bit in the wall, which was like a rectangular sort of stone plaque, which yeah. has the royal crest on it. Um, and because alchemy was illegal, this is all in secret. It's all underground. It's all hidden. But he was quite into alchemy, um, so or medicine, which is yeah. pretty much what it was. There was some trying to turn stuff into gold, but yeah. on the side. Um, and yeah, so this royal crest they opened up and they found some medicine bottles with the crest as well. And so these are presumably, and they had more sur- evidence surrounding it, medicine for the king. That's amazing. So they analysed what was in the bottles, in sort of sediment yeah, in the bottom yeah, yeah, of the bottles. Yeah. And they found some stuff which was logical, which um, like people still use now, things like willow and, you know, yeah. um, aspirin kind of things. But they... <laughs> also found, and this is probably the point where I should mention that the king apparently went mad, they also found mercury. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's sort of quite a long history of, well, I suppose this is accidental, but who knows, poisoning, maddening leaders. Um, so, yeah. yes, absolutely fascinating. So, that was in Prague. They have a lot of alchemy museums. Who knew? Wow. Prague, alchemy museums, and pound a pint. Yes. Which is, yeah. Yes. Amazing. That too. Yeah. Um, Did you go to Beer Museum? No, we didn't. Oh, no. man. If you no. go again, go to Beer Museum. Listeners, yeah. go to Beer Museum. Has like a crazy selection of beers on tap. Hmm. Like strawberry beer, which tastes genuinely of strawberries. Hmm. I've yeah. had like strawberry ish beers before, which is yeah. not very nice. But yeah. But yeah. Life is amazing. Fantastic. Way better than mine. Okay. Right. Well. That was Life is Amazing. It was. And now, um, shall we... Are we doing two songs, or are we... Ooh, yes. Uh, going ahead and doing... We, do you want to do Conspiracy Corner? Oh, yes, that's true. Yes. yes. Do Conspiracy Corner is our final section, and then yes. say goodbye with Nina. Yes, I think that sounds great. Okay, cool. Well, this is uh, The Black Keys. This is, is your trolling slotty. Yes, I do like this song. Um, again, a band I want to listen to more and haven't really got around to it, but everything I hear I like. Um, I know you mean. I always forget. I'm like, oh, Black Keys. I don't really hate think of her much of them, and then you play Hal and Hal and you, and you're like, oh, yeah, 
this song. Howlin for you. Howlin. <laughs> Howling for Lin. Um, yeah, so we're going to play the Black Keys Howling for You, as you probably gathered. Um, enjoy, it's a great song. Sure Ditch Radio. SureDitchRadio.co.uk Howlin' for you. Black keys there, and I just hit my wrist. That was a lovely song. Yeah, I think great. that's really great. quite a classic riff, actually. Mm, yeah, it's great. Again, really sort of dirty riff. I think people know that song or that riff in particular and wouldn't know it was the black keys. Yeah, I think there's a lot of black keys like that, actually, where you go, oh, it's a, yeah. you know, they're quite a band like that where they've been played a lot, but yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, what have we got now? It's Conspiracy, Conspiracy Corner. What a lovely harmony. That wasn't even planned. We were just kind yeah. of trying to follow each just other. staring into each other's eyes, trying to be like, are we going up or, <laughs> or down? down? Head movements. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. once again, you're going to hear live bag rustling. Rustling sounds. ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just to describe, he's now picking up his satchel um, and uh, sorting through oh, the sections of it. Yeah, okay. We have the same backpack we've just discovered yeah. in different colours. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, like your story about you got a backpack because someone had already bought one. Yeah. I bought that backpack as a semi kind of drunken purchase. Um, <laughs> and then, because I needed one, a, um, a few days before my birthday. Ah. Um, and then I got a backpack as well. Of course. But no, I just, I just had both. Yeah. Just, you know, different, different things. You never have too many, I yeah. guess. Um, yes. Now, what conspiracy do you have for us today? So, um... It's very... It's conspiracy whispering. We need... They're, they're listening. The international bankers who are invariably Jewish are listening. And they're trying to bring us down. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a really good um, John Ronson book called Them mm. about uh, conspiracy theorists. Mm. And it's his kind of... His quest to find the... Them. Because he, he finds that... Whoever he interviews and whoever he asks about it, there's always a them who yes. are behind it. Kind of yeah. one world the government, the United Nations, the mm. international Jewish bankers, the Rothschilds. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, exactly. Yeah, or her body double, whichever one it is. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, Hillary Clinton but... uh, died, and it's a body double who's actually replaced her. Oh, she a did good, quite a good job then. Yeah, a good one I've heard is um, yeah, you know, everyone, you know, before Donald Trump got the sniffles. Yes. Um, Everyone thought Hillary Clinton was really ill and she was dying. Yeah. And one Trump supporter I heard interviewed um, said, it was like, oh, and then what, what do you think's wrong with her? It's like a daily show, so they're kind of taking the piss without yeah. realizing. And he's saying, like, oh, you know, he's, uh, she's probably got AIDS. It's like, oh, wow, how, how do you think she got that? It's like, from her husband, probably uh. messing around with that Magic Johnson. <laughs> yes. Right. Bill Clinton having an affair with 90s NBA star. And HIV poster boy Magic Johnson, who apparently is still yeah the HIV poster boy for the um, Midwest. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Um, so there's those kind of conspiracy theories. There's kind of the nine eleven moon landing things. Yep. Um, or an interesting one I heard was that actually Shakespeare was in fact Francis Bacon. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. Again, these things are kind of semi plausible if you look at things a certain way. Not semi plausible, but it's looking at some facts and discounting others. Basically. Yeah. 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 So uh, I thought, the hell with that. Let's look at something <laughs> properly crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> Today, listeners, or tonight even, I've been talking about Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. Do tell. Do tell. Pray tell. Pray um, tell. So, for centuries, millennia even, hmm. there was an idea of, you know, through Christianity and Buddhism and uh, Greek mythology, that there was an underworld beneath us. Perhaps mm-hmm. hell. Um or where people were sent down, purgatory, often referred to even in uh, you know Jewish folklore, which actually doesn't often focus on hell as much yes, as say, no, the Catholics do. The Catholics, um, <laughs> those Catholics. Yeah. So there's an idea that you know beneath us there there's an, a whole other world, mm. um, and this idea was brought back in the 17th and 18th centuries. Um, by people who believed that... So there are various ideas of hollow... And so when I say hollow earth, what do you think of? Because when I heard this, I was just like, what the Sounds shit are people like talking a, about? Sounds a bit like J.J. Abrams sci-fi um, TV show. Yes. <laughs> just by name alone. Yes, exactly. Um, hollow earth. This hollow season earth. on AMC. Yes, or sort of Attenborough doing hell. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, this is Beelzebub. This, this is the icy pits of hell. This is a seventh circle. <laughs> and here we have Satan frozen into the earth. Now, now I'm turning into um, that cook. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, I guess. I said fracking earlier, actually. Yeah, we were talking fracking, about it. Which Does is it have anything to do with fracking? All too real. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, I don't know, really. I suppose I could jump to hell as a yeah. thought. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But I have hollow earth, so... There, there are different theories. The 18th century theory is that um, actually within the Earth, there. So we know. I'd say, I could say pretty certifiably that you know we live on the surface of the Earth, mm-hmm. and then there's the crust, mm-hmm. uh, which moves on tectonic plates. Yeah. And then there's the mantle, um, and they get some more rocky stuff, and then there's the molten core in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that keeps us moving and keeps you know us you know we know it's there because of gravity because things have yes. to be dense and because us. of the film the core the core as well yeah. yes hit 2003 smash it starring aaron eckhart and uh Absolutely. hillary swank i saw that mm. as a kid in the cinema i really Quite enjoyed it yeah huh. fair yeah. enough stuck with me hmm. um clearly <laughs> yeah um so you know we know that these things exist because of basic scientific principles mm-hmm. but don't know if no one's actually drilled down, you know, beneath the crust into the, you know, yeah, into I think people the coral. have done stuff, but yeah, they've done <laughs> stuff. Um, so some people believe uh, that either beneath the crust is uh, just kind of an atmosphere of air, and then kind of going down in concentric circles, hmm. there are more different kind of atmospheres, and people live on different levels. Okay, kind of like you know Dante's inferno inferno but i don't think they imagine inferno just kind of different civilizations yes okay um so that's one and that's kind of discredited by other hollow earth theorists right who apparently have the tenacity to uh or temerity even to discredit other people's ideas well there we go um <laughs> and so the contemporary hollow earth theory is that there are two kind of honestly like c shapes like this yeah. That the Earth is made up like two crusts. He is holding up two hands in the shape of two seas, two seas facing each other. Facing each other with a small gap at the top. One the would almost call it a circle. Al- and that's exactly right, Lottie. Oh. Almost okay. a circle. Right. Gaps at the top and bottom, you say? Exactly. Oh. And that's how people get in and out 
of the Hollow Earth. Okay. Yes. So, various people have claimed to have fallen down into the Hollow Earth. Right. And have seen civilizations. Um, yeah. Maybe it's where the ancient um, Atlantans have gone to live after, you know, their homeland in the middle of uh, Atlantic Ocean was flooded. Mm. Um, one guy's theorised that that's where um, Mongolian people are from. Right. Yes. That's starting to slightly go into um, Said and Orientalism, I think, but... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, that that all kind of along the lines of... Uh, have you ever seen Ancient Aliens? Uh, isn't it on, like, Sci-Fi or something? History Not Channel. Sci-Fi, History Channel. Yes, yeah, I have seen. As well. yeah. With the which, which Aliens is, guy. Yeah, no, which is, the History Channel is probably the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that once, um, and they had some kind of theory that actually Chinese people are aliens. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but actually, funny enough... That's how far we've come. <laughs> yes. Yeah, History Channel doesn't have... You hope that they have history. their theories that Westerners are aliens, don't you? Yeah. There's a very good South Park episode about uh, like ancient aliens taking the mick about uh, how aliens introduced Thanksgiving or something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's actually a uh, show on... You know the magazine Vice? Yes. They have a channel on American TV, which is actually, oh. you know has some good, interesting, uh, informative documentaries. Uh-huh. And also they have, um, I think I talked about this last uh, week with um, Marshall, but they also have a show which is just, do you know um, Action Bronson, the rapper? Yes, by name. They get him and his mates really baked and they watch Ancient Aliens. <laughs> and it's like a it's like a show, it's an entirely reaction video. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I have been watching a lot of red letter media videos recently, yeah. the YouTube channel. So that's sort of reaction, but with very, very good film analysis nice. in oh, it. Okay. So sometimes they watch best of the worst and um, watch terrible, terrible, terrible films. Is that um, like everything? For our entertainment, everything were everything wrong with X. Yeah, thing. but not, but not as vicious. I'm not as keen on everything yeah. wrong with. Um, but also they do the Mr. Plinkett reviews of Star Wars, which if you haven't seen it, of the prequels, um, which if you haven't seen it, is a truly wonderful and disturbing viewing experience with some very good film analysis in it. I recommend it. Okay, Red Letter... So, media, media is the company. Okay. Mr. Plinkett is the, um, the character I started with in that. Um, yeah. Cool. No, okay, I'll have to check, check that out. Very good. Uh but yes. Yes. So people have talked about kind of falling into the earth. So there's mm. a guy, um, I think, in the early 20th century when um, who flew over in kind of an early plane over the North Pole um, uh-huh. and um, was, has claimed to have like no, crashed and fallen down um, into the, the hollow earth. earth. Yeah. Some people think there's like an internal sun inside there and people yeah. kind of live on the crust. Okay. Um, some people doubt the presence of the internal sun or think it's more full or less full. Yeah. Um, there was a German U-boat operator bringing back to the Nazis um, who mm. claimed to have, you know, on his uh, deep sea missions have found this ancient civilization. Apparently Hitler was pretty interested in it. Was it because they were all on meth? As we've Possibly. established. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, after three years, smash in crystal, people yeah. can get uh, psychosis. So believe in hollow, co- hollow Earth, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this grabbed me as a conspiracy theory that's kind of, like, so wild. Mm. Um, and just, like, the amount of disbelief you have to suspend 
Yes. It is insane. And, yes. and, but, who was that rapper recently who believes the earth is flat? Oh, uh, that is... That was saddening. Yeah, no, he believes in loads of stuff. Uh, oh, who is that? We were talking about... B.O.B. B.O.B. Mm. So he, yeah, I'm so assuming he, he went to school and just at one point decided, no, this is all wrong. I think he's kind of lost it. His Twitter account is full of... you know about Chemtrails? Mm, no. So Chemtrails is the conspiracy theory... Um, that the US government are paying commercial airliners to drop kind of mind altering or kind of like numbing chemicals on us all so as that's they fly why he's over going us. insane. <laughs> yes, yeah. So he, he posts a lot about chemtrails and how they're real. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was Conspiracy Corner. Mmm. Conspiracy Corner. Oh. Perfection. Thank you very much for Conspiracy Corner, Joe. That was a. Uh... Honestly, Edifying. informative, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. interesting yeah. Yes, yeah, very interesting. What people will believe. Exactly, yeah. Um, I'm try- I've am i been trying to remember through the whole thing of this, the um, sci-fi famous writer, now I can, all I can think of is Asimov, but it's not Asimov. Um, uh, Elrond Hubbard? Where they they go under the earth and then they meet all the people that live under Journey the earth. To the, journey to the centre of the earth. Yes, but no. It's, I don't know. They, that, I, so. Reading the Wikipedia page, there was mention of that. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. But. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. If you want some. A lot of fiction, my anecdotes are half. If you want some fiction about this idea, maybe that's probably the best way to explore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But there we go. I remember things like tides and gravity. I think widely disprove <laughs> the idea of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also, also where, where, is there any consensus on where the holes are, or are there just holes? North and South Pole is generally where they th- where they think they are. Right, wouldn't they freeze um, over? Yeah, I I don't know. There was a guy who moved his entire family from like New Mexico to Alaska to look for them, and was like, oh, we can't find them within like an hour, and then moved back. Poor family. I know, I know, yeah. Hmm. And also, in the early nineteenth century. There was a um, guy who was really, you know, pushing the idea of Hollow Earth and, mm. you know, the Americans should go on an expedition there. Yeah. Convinced a senator that, um, to argue his case in the U.S. Senate uh, uh-huh. that the State Department should fund his expedition down huh. uh, through the, to the Hollow Earth because, you know, they, they might meet other uh, races and people yeah. from different yeah. nations, as it were. Beneath mm. the crust of the Earth, I suppose um, it's sort of the beginning of starting to look to the stars. Not well, yeah. not the beginning of, but it, it's the alternative. Of, yeah, exactly. Know. Like, well, there's no way we're getting up there, but hey, but maybe, I, we m- can. We have a big, big drill. So. Yeah, yeah, we may be able to get down there. Yeah, if we can find the opening. Starts off with good intention. Yeah, but, um, and various like, oh, there's like, obvious proof about like pictures that show where the holes are and satellite photos. Mm. I think can be easily. Yeah, disproved. But hey, if you think people who think JFK was murdered by the government or the mafia or nine mm. eleven was plotted by George Bush, yeah, um, these people are probably crazy. They ain't like Donald Trump conspiracy theorists. Yeah, not about him, about Hillary Clinton. Look, yeah, sane. Yeah, yeah. Although well, most of the things he says are lies as well, or conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. And on that depressing note, because we merely mentioned the man, um, <sighs> we're going to play a song, I reckon. We are, yeah, we play a, uh, well, what we call the, the Goodnight Joe song um, on here. It's Nina Simone, Stars. 
Uh, I heard the song as I was finishing season three of BoJack Horseman. Okay, something um, I have yet to watch. Really recommend it. Yeah, really, really recommend it. Hmm. You kind of you have to give it a chance, and then you love it. Yeah, uh, it's the end of the third series, and a beautiful uh, end with this song playing mostly just over the top with kind of some kind of sound effects as to what's going on, but no speech. Yeah. Um, and hopefully this is played kind of I would say kind of from five minutes in towards the end because it's kind of long slow intro. It's got seven minutes long. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watch it in watch Project Horseman. I'd recommend it. The yes. all all three series is fairly consistent, um, and just the, like the depth you'd imagine for a show about like animals, a de- yeah, uh, animals and humans living together, and basically a depressed horse who's washed up, nineties sitcom star kind of from Full House type of show, horsing around, wasn't it? Horsing around, yeah, yeah. It is really surprisingly deep and affecting mm. and funny. Mm. Well, yeah. Good recommendation. I think we're going to let this play us out. So yes. thanks for listening. Yeah, I've been um, Joe Stevens. I've been Lottie Palmley, and next week we will have Chris Marshall back. Yes, um, but not this week. Yeah, we can find out his adventures north of the border mm-hmm. in Scotland. In Scotland. Uh, but for now, this is Nina Simone with Stars. Thank you very much, and uh, rate and subscribe on the podcast iTunes. Stars, they come and go. They come fast, they come slow They go like the last light of the sun All in a blaze All you see is glory But it gets lonely there When there's no one there to share You can shake it away If you hear a story People lust for fame Like athletes in a game